It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is Robin, in case you're wondering who that guy is. It's me, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, this is Here's a Crazy Story, a podcast from The Overtake, where we tell crazy true stories. I'm Robin. I'm Rick. I'm Jada. This week is crazy, spooky, true story. Here's a spooky story. Yeah. Here's a, yeah. Should, no, it's an effort to change the name of the entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, oh yeah, so no Abby... This Our week. resident witch is not here. I, I'm guessing oh, yeah. just this week she's just so busy with witching with and it's just, and she, yeah. she, she should have said, "Sorry, I've got witch stuff to do this week." Witch, witch, yeah. Witch. Hexies. for Hexies. Oh yeah, that's quite good. Did you think of that? No, that's a thing. Oh, I was gonna say yeah, yeah that should be a thing. It's, I think it's um, a scorned women. Witches mostly mm. putting mm. curses on their exes, which yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give it a try. That's you may as well just scream into the void for all the difference. It's gonna make <laughs> yeah. if you're gonna get him back, go to his house and burn his clothes down. Makes sense, <laughs> his clothes down, <laughs> 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 something else, not the house, just just clothes. Clothes. Yeah, 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 don't yeah. burn his house down, just burn his clothes down. <laughs> That's the novel. Um, yeah, so, um, she's sick, she's done. She said she she laid in a funny position, and now one of her collarbones is twice the size of the other one. Oh no! Yeah, so oh. she's she's done something. Collarbones are quite like sensitive as yeah. well. You can't do much with a collarbone. Like you can't take. They're only designed to break, aren't they? Yeah. Evolutionary benefit. Yeah. So that's two potentially two broken collarbones that they overtake, because Alia also. His, well, hers is cracked, her collarbone. Yeah. yeah. So, bad times. Um, so, yeah, this is finally it, the Halloween episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, we're recording this Halloween week. So, not... You'll listen to this Halloween night, the actual yeah. Ian. Um, the Ian not, <laughs> yeah. um That's right, isn't it? All Hallows Eve. All Hallows Eve, yeah. And then the 1st of November is All Saints Day. Yeah. Oh, I when see. people listen to pure shots. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um. So, but we on Halloween, the day you're listening to this, probably, 
We are at the Overtake's second birthday party. Woohoo! Living it up. Yeah. In our Halloween costumes. Have, you, have your guys' costumes arrived? No! No! I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be coming as Rick, but, <laughs> yeah. but with no money, so will someone buy me a drink? <laughs> <laughs> you two were the ones that I said will buy, the Overtake will buy your costume because yeah. you had the more expensive costumes. Mm-hmm. So we should tell the listener because... It's too late for them to randomly show up properly at our party. Yeah. So. And I don't think any of them are weird anyway. I think they're all probably fine. If you if you listen to this in time and you're not weird, come to the party. Uh, nice <laughs> and you're not you. weird. Yeah, most of them, most of them are in America. Um, uh, yeah, so we're going as the cast of Stranger Things. Yes. Um, so Rick is Hopper, so he requires mm-hmm. a costume. Jada is Robin. Yeah. Um, Robin with an the eye. Scoops, scoops Ahoy. <sighs> costume um and i will be dustin did you see my dustin hat on the way in no No. we're in my house today recording this um so yeah my dustin hat did arrive i had to cancel the one that said it was going to come in december i mean i uh, i actually ordered mine like i remember you ordering it yeah yeah no i didn't do it on that day but i did it like the week after that and it still uh, it still hasn't arrived but i knew it because it was ebay yeah, and especially if it's reasonably priced yeah. as well. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So that was the clue with the Dustin hat. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I thought like, oh, it'd be easy, just a highway patrol police mm-hmm. officer style, you know, like, oh, you'll be able to get something a beige for, cop like, outfit. Like, equate, yeah. yeah. Um, no, no, like David Harbour has increased, so they're all like sixty, sixty dollars. Mm. And I was like, oh, and then I found one, and it was only triple XL. Which I guess David Haber is because he's like six five. Yeah, and like he's not a skinny guy, is he? He's not a skinny guy, but I don't want to shame him because I think it's got love handles. If I scaled up to his height, I think I'd be the same. Oh, so you wouldn't. I'm You're not the same shape as him at all. Well, you, give it a couple listeners. Of he's considerably <laughs> slimmer. Um, give it a couple of nights where you do yeah, the yeah, with yeah, with yeah, with kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm having trouble on it down. But anyway. We should talk about what's going on this yeah, episode. We should yeah, maybe, episode. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe. This was just a fun catch-up for us, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we could have just done it, like, two hours ago, but yeah, it's okay. Yeah, we should have. And we did, we did talk for probably nearly an hour before yeah. we actually recorded, so but we should have hey. done it then, but never mind. Um, yes, so, Halloween episode. Um, we've come with our own Halloween-themed um, stories, am mm-hmm. I right? Yes, good. Yes. Um, and then we also have some of the listeners' spooky, crazy stories yes. as well. So my two, the two ones from the listeners, one of them, they just sent me a link, which I found a bit annoying because mm. it meant I had to do my own work on that. So mm. I've that's, done, I've done the minimum. That's not what we asked for. Yeah, no, I wanted it written out. I wanted yeah. you to fucking write it out. Um, sorry, I keep burping. <laughs> <laughs> um and then the, yeah, the, the other one is very short, but it is a personal spooky, crazy story. That's so. nice. Yeah. So, yeah, I've got two listener stories and they're both personal spooky stories. Oh, nice. And mine's a personal spooky story. Oh, is well. it? Ooh. Mine's not a personal one. I thought we might do the same one, so I'm really glad that yours is a personal one. Unless you were there in 1612, which I don't well. think you were. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you should say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what what Should we I, haven't discussed the format in advance. No, so. not I, at all. Do, so you've got two and I've got three. Yeah. Shall I? Start? And I've got my own. Oh, and you've got your own one. Yeah, as well. I've got my own one that I did the research. For. So I can. We, uh, shall I just start off with one of the personal stories and then we'll. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so this story comes from a chap named Ed, um, whose surname I do have. 
just bear me one moment. It is Ed Dyson. Mm. Um, so Good this name. is what Ed emailed. I quite enjoyed this story. Oh yeah. Um, I saw this request. That was my uh, journal <laughs> <laughs> hashtag journal request for spooky stories. Um, I saw this request and thought I should. <laughs> sorry, I saw this request and though I should be doing my actual job, the memory of what happened has just come flooding back. Oh my god. Good start. I'm yeah. sorry, this already. About eight years ago, I was on a camping trip in rural Spain where I was walking al- alone for around one month and then just staying at different places along the way. Brave. One night, I ended up in a small village in the middle of nowhere. I could not find a campsite and I'd had a few drinks, so I decided to sleep in the middle of the village in what was a large roofed square. Okay, oh. that actually just so, that sounds fairly public. Uh, yeah, like kind yeah. of a publicy place, like where, where a town drunk might be found. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'd not seen anyone for the night, so I think no, here he goes. Um, I'd not seen anyone for the night, so I figured it would be a safe place to sleep. I fell asleep in the corner, but then was wakened by the sound of what can only be described as creepy organ music. The same style. Oh my god, I'm already dying. This is amazing. (laughs) The same style that you'd hear in any horror situation. I looked up and it was getting louder and louder. And I saw a figure in a white robe wearing a mask holding a skull with a light in it. What? Because at first I was like, it's Spain. (laughs) So, you know, like... Yeah, and they're also like, they're they're really really Quite religious and I was like it was probably just some Catholic guy but not with a skull they don't do that skulls, yeah, yeah no um, by this point I was utterly terrified and frozen in fear after about a minute the figure looked over at me and jumped backwards he asked me what I was doing and started to get angry apparently as it transpired he was putting on a local ghost trail for the locals <laughs> and the plan was to jump out at them when they got to this spot he asked me to leave, and then I staggered off half laughing and half terrified, watching the rest of the ghost trail from a distance. Oh, Hope that helps, Ed. I like that. That's a good story. Oh, nice one, Ed, because it's got a happy ending. Yeah, well. it, he, yeah. he freaks out the ghost. Yeah, he's moved to the that ghost. That is amazing. That made, I, since it was in Spain, I thought it was like something like this. What's I'm gonna I'm gonna put the picture oh, up on social media. Yeah. I um, thought it was that. Jada is that... showing us a picture of the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, honestly, I um I was once in Spain, so this is like it's not. I was not prepared for this at all. But anyway, I was uh, I was in Spain uh, when I was about like eighteen, nineteen, um, on a school trip because I used to go to like a language school and we did mm. Spanish, so we were there for two weeks. Hence, why your English is. Well, actually, not into where your English is. That's a separate thing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I uh, I was out with one of my friends. We were in Sevilla. And I was out with one of my friends. And it was like, I don't know, maybe 1 o'clock, like 1, 1 a.m. when we were walking back home. And we just saw, like, a bunch of these people. <gasps> what? Klux Klan type These people. guys. Well, they're not Klux Klux Klan. It's a They've thing. They've got pointy white hoods. Yeah, so yeah. describe them. We'll put the picture on. Yeah. On the yeah. Instagram, you should describe them. So they're basically, like, wearing a white robe. Uh, with just like it's kind of like a hood thing but it's like attached to the robe not as in like a hood but yeah it covers their face and they only have like a couple of like holes for their eyes and that is about it and that's something that they wear in the this week in like easter like around easter time it's called uh, when they go and hunt black people holy week semana santa when they do the lynching and i was like what the Going on, because we were like we were walking back and we saw these people and we literally like 
We were I bet you're literally like, oh my god. We were like, what the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And then, yeah, we literally just ran away and then figured out what, what it actually on. was. Yeah. And we were like, all right, okay, cool. They didn't want to kill us. That's cool. That's good. That's, That's good. good. But yeah. yeah, I thought it was something like that. It could easily be that. Probably. Yeah. Or something similar. What was the organ music? Did he explain? Uh, may, uh, maybe it was just part of the, the trailer. Ah, uh, so yeah. Ah, okay, yeah. Fine. Yeah. Have you ever been on like a ghost walk or anything? Yeah. Have you? Yeah, yeah. in York. I loved it. York? Yeah. yeah. Um, there was one that I went on as a little kid in Whitby and I remember it being exceptional. Like I remember the guy, I remember the guy having like so much like flair and his stories being so good and mm. creepy and his jokes being hilarious. Yeah. Um, I remember me and James recently went, went to Whitby and I was like, oh, we've got to go on a ghost walk. Like, it's, it was so good. And then we went on it, and coincidentally, it was the same guy. Oh. And I was like, what? He's still he doing said, it. We were like, oh, when I was a child, I came here, and yeah. I went on a ghost walk. Like, there had not been a ghost walk yeah. here in like 25 years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, and he did all the same jokes. Like, jokes Perfect. that I really remember. I could yeah. recite them. Like, I remembered Amazing. them, because I remember them Beautiful. being so funny. Um, but the problem was, I, either I misremembered it as a child, or... It's changed, mm. but he was obviously an alcoholic. Um, he was drunk during the thing. He forgot oh, to collect no. the money at the start, <laughs> and he oh maybe he isn't an alcoholic. Maybe he was just a drunk. Forgetful. We yeah. don't know. <laughs> um, he forgot to collect the money at the start. He did the whole spiel, which was good because it, the spiel was good, and he remembered it well. Mm-hmm. And then halfway through, he remembered that he hadn't collected the money off us, and then he said he was going to collect it, and he didn't. And then at the end, we had to remind him, like, dude, do you want the money or <laughs> oh, no? Wow. Um, James was most underwhelmed by the experience. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, what is this thing? Yeah. Why did you exactly. make me do it? Yeah, it was like a fiver each as well. It was, you know. That's yeah. not bad for a actually, ghost walk, maybe it was a fiver. Maybe, maybe it was more. Oh, I don't know. Fiver or Fake now. news, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, it, it could have been free, couldn't yeah. it? Yeah, well, told yeah. It. <laughs> Um, although the, when we did it as a kid, my auntie didn't want to pay, so she just walked like further behind and followed the whole thing. Right, and I was like, <laughs> "Come on, Auntie Jackie, that's oh, she's, she's she's from Middlesbrough." Tight, so. tight fisted. <laughs> right, tight fisted. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We are. Um, right. What? Which one? Do you want to do another one? I oh, know. I'll. Shall Would I you do anything else? Yeah. So I do. I'll do Kate's one, which is really short. So my friend Kate got in touch to say, "Let me just find it." It's in one of the group chats. Um, <laughs> no, it's here. It's here. Right. <coughs> one sec. <coughs> Sorry. So, Kate. So, background on Kate. We've been friends since we were little kids. No, since we were like teenagers, and we both used to work on the same farm. Um, in mm. what, where they used to film Emmerdale. It's a real village. Emmerdale Farm. Emmerdale Farm. Yeah. Um, so she actually grew up in the vets of Emmerdale. Mm-hmm. So they filmed in her house back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so Emmerdale aside. so Oh, so for, for the American listener, Emmerdale is a TV soap in Britain. Yeah. Um, but we worked at this um, farm for like kids to come and look around. Like a farm park, you know, where you can feed lambs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So... Uh, and over the winter it was shut. Okay. Uh, so Kate says, there was a time I was at the farm looking after the lambs when everyone was away on holiday. I put the kettle, I put the full kettle on to boil 
to make the milk and went to lock the chickens away. Oh, yeah, so you had to make the milk f- for the orphan lambs um, or the lambs that got separated from the mums or rejected from the mums. Yeah, like formula. Feed. Yeah, yeah. But, it's, but yeah, it was exactly formula, um, but special lamb formula. And went to lock the chickens away and when I came back, the kettle was empty, but you could see where the water line had been and it hadn't leaked out, but it looked like someone had poured it away. But I was the only one on the farm. Yeah, Ooh, quite, so, it's very short. It's yeah, it's yeah, it's concise. There's no resolution. Yeah. Um, I would say five out of ten for Kate. I would say <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm only taking Kate. At least she was the one Might of her friends who. To well, it would, wouldn't it? If you're yeah. all alone, like as a teenager as well, being paid three pounds an hour. It, it reminded me very briefly on when you say like <laughs> it's closed. That's a true story. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. When you say it's like close at the winter, I used to work at the Royal Armies oh, in yeah. Leeds. And that's haunted definitely oh, even though man. it's a new building yeah well like all the items in the yeah. must be haunted but yeah. sometimes like in the winter it would get dark at 4 o'clock so you'd bet you'd see outside of the galleries and it'd be night time and at the end like you'd usher everyone out and you'd turn all the lights off and you'd clo- like slowly I make I bet those freaking darker. horrible suits of armour all just stood there like with their maces like. yeah oddly it's not like the, it wasn't the suits of armour that, oh. that bothered me so much. It didn't feel like figures because you were so familiar with... Like, spe- yeah, it's just your normal work. But it was just like all the shadowy cases. Ooh. And it's just quite a wide, open, echoey space. Yeah. Where you quite... you just walk around the galleries, so you'd be quite used to someone else's presence yeah. in the gallery who you couldn't see or you know was around the corner or something. You just know if people were there. Yeah. But then once you cleared everyone out, you've still kind of got that mindset that there must be people in there because you're trying oh. to clear them out. So I used, to, I used to remember quite a lot. There's a bit in the medieval gallery in particular where one of the corners mm-hmm. is pitch black even in the middle of the day because it's like a little oh, yeah. cinema area. Um, like going in there to check if anyone was in and then like... I honestly... When I went to the cinema, I used to be like that all the time. Like at, at night, you had to go in and clean the screens... Like, because the cinema was with open until stick. yeah, yeah, with a witch's broom and yeah. they just made you. Um, but um, oh yeah, so not the actual screen. Yeah, that's but, yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Um, but um, yeah, and like, and it, and the cinema was open till like half two in the morning, and it was like a new building, but it's just everything's black because you know, like, they want to create yeah. the atmosphere for a cinema. Um, and sometimes, yeah, you'd be like. And like walking up the steps, and all the everything's dark, and there's row after row after row, and you're like checking to see if anyone's been in there, so you can sweep up any popcorn or anything. Yeah. And sometimes the screens are empty, and you literally like you walk up and then sweep anything up, and then just like kind of run out and see what it's scared. Um, which brings me to my second story. Oh yeah, wrote in, great. Um, by sent in by Lucy. Mm. Lucy uh, Bell Holmes. Lucy Bell Holmes. Um, hers is a good one because it's a work one as well. Oh, nice. Um, so the message she sent me is quite long and quite a lot of it is written in Scouse. So if I, <laughs> if I pause every now and again to break down what's happened in the story, it's just because I'm uh, reacquainting myself with it. Um, one sec. I'm just going to open this box. I'm <coughs> coughing. <laughs> Sorry. for a bit. Who would like a beer? Anyone? Yeah, I'm all right. I got uh, you, out of there. I have like half of it. So. But yeah. I'll get you one out and then it's ready. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Okay. So, um, Lucy works at a hospital 
I think she's a ward nurse. I think. She's a mental health nurse. Mental health nurse, right. Even cool. spookier. That is quite spooky. That's a spooky nurse, isn't um, it? So, <laughs> spooky nurse. Um, a couple of months ago, she was working at a hospital on nights, and um, someone passed away of natural causes on a different ward. Uh, and the next night, she was asked to go and cover on that ward uh, because the staff weren't ready to go back in because they were still a bit upset about this mm. like, natural death. Yeah. Um, and she said it's really, really quiet. Um, quiet as as far as hospital goes. Everyone's in bed, so like no one's kicking up a fuss. And then at 10 to 3 in the morning, the response alarm goes off. Um, and that can only happen when a staff member pulls on a pin on their personal alarm. And she said oh. it's like a little grenade pin. So it's yeah. like a, a break class in case of emergency, but every single nurse has got it on them. Yeah. Um, and she says, like, there's a sensor on the wall that pinpoints the location um, and a digital panel in the nursing office starts... God, that's so high-tech. ...blurring, yeah. And it also shows the location in the hospital so someone can go to them. So, you know, you're in there and you see someone, like a, a nurse pulls a pin because someone's, you know... Attack them or ...going into a heart attack or something yeah. like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. Um, and people can see what it is so they can all rush there. Um, so she's in there and it goes off. And it shows the location as the entrance to the hospital gardens, um, which is, she describes as round the back. Alright, yeah. Um, so she's like, oh, I fucking hell, what's going on? It's the middle of the night and the gardens are closed, so it must be like a, you know, we walk people around. Uh, convalescence garden, I guess. So they yeah, I guess they, because they, they open them to get, to give people fresh so air, I guess. Around, around, yeah. um, she's in the middle of the night, so the gardens are closed, so no one should be in there. But the alarm's going off, so she legs it. Yeah. Expecting, she says, expecting there to be an uproar or someone's trying to go AWOL. Um, but she finds that there's absolutely nobody there. Like, it's just Ooh. yeah, just pitch black. Um, so she says, it's pitch black. It's fucking creepily silent. The garden's locked and the corridors either side have automatic lighting. Um, but they're pitch black as well, so the light's not even coming on. She calls out a few times to see if anyone's in the garden. Um got no reply and no one's come from any of the other wards to oh. come and support her because it's a thing that everyone would hear, right? Yeah, and you're like, oh, staff member's in urgent need, yeah. yeah. Um, so she's out there looking around, doing it like being like heroic nurse, like I'd rather yeah. help someone and then she realises that it's 3am in the morning, she's in the middle of the dark and she's on her own. So she shits herself and heads back to um, her ward and just gets on with her work. Um but then she rings around the hospital to see if anyone else had their alarms go off. Um, and no one on any other ward had their alarms go off or saw an alarm go off other than Lucy. Um, and she's like, oh, it doesn't make any sense because the alarm goes off like, goes off everywhere. So afterwards, um, she says, afterwards, um, all that I was... T- sorry. After all that, I was told a healthcare assistant all this and said isn't it weird and then she was like oh what the fuck that's really really weird because the time that the alarm went off was the exact same time that the gentleman who died the night before was pronounced dead but it gets a little there's an extra bit of creepiness Um, but she was like oh why was it in the garden what difference does that make Um, and she's like I don't know the health assistant looks Mm. off and then she comes back and she's like I've just been thinking about it and um, the garden is actually where the ambulance crew took him out because for his dignity to use the back uh, entrance rather than the reception where loads of people are. And she was like, 
Uh, doesn't make any sense. And I can't think, so she, this is her last bit. I can't think of any reason why the alarm system for the entire hostel would only go off on one ward, specifically where a person died, to take me specifically where they last left the building, specifically at the time they passed. Unless it was her way of saying, I'm off now. Oh, yeah. That Ooh. gave me actual chills. Yeah. 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 yeah, it was just cold in here. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chills <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's a good one. Well, yeah, yeah that was really good. And, but it's quite a nice, it's also nice, it's a bit uplifting. Yeah. It's like, the so guy like wasn't trying to, yeah, he wasn't yeah. trying to like fuck with her probably. He was just like, just a sign. Thanks, like, Lucy, yeah. I'm off now. I'm off now, love. I <laughs> know, oh, I think she works down south, so yeah. like, I don't know. What would it be? I don't know. I'm off now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they speak like that to southerners? I don't know. I guess know. that's a, a black guy doing an impression of a white guy. Like, yeah, actually, he is, isn't he? I think also. <laughs> Oh, a bit weird as well because I've gotten cold. Yeah. Like di- you know, it was like uncharted territory for me. Just, right? just go for it. It was like no, my normal voice is coming out a bit different. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, Marcus, my brother, who regular listeners will have heard of because he's been mentioned before, <laughs> sent me a link which I found most unhelpful. Um, oh, was that instead of, Yeah, <laughs> instead of Google. a story. Yeah, it's just like... You want a story, yeah, there you go. was like, what about this story? And I was like, oh, thanks. He, he sent me a link to Reddit, and I didn't really understand what he'd sent me. Sorry, Marcus, I should have just asked what you what have you sent me. But then he said, um, you could do this, or Barney and Betty Hill. And I was like, oh, what's Barney and Betty Hill? So I Googled it, and here were, here's where I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so have you heard of them? No, oh, Betty, Betty and Barney Hill, maybe sometimes they're called. No, no, I think so. So, um, they're Americans. Um, mm. I think they might be from Utah. I don't know. I think I just made that up, actually. Um, maybe New Hampshire. They're very different places. Yes. Are they? Oh, yeah. I thought they were. I think, like, Utah's the desert. Yeah. And I think New Hampshire's, like, new, like greenery and, like, New England, I think. Mm. In fact, I'm certain it is. <sighs> I'll state my good name against it. Okay, fine. Yeah. Is, is the deserts involved? I pictured it in a desert, but I don't know why. Let's just say it's Utah. That's I mean, I haven't, I haven't done the research. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's happened? Well, I've read not. half of this <laughs> yeah. one article. Um, so, uh, Bessie and Barney Hill were... So, the story takes place in the US somewhere in 1961. And they, they're they often called like the first alien abduction. Oh, okay. um, wow. Yeah. Aliens. Aliens, yeah. That sounded well sarcastic. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm, I just, I really you actually don't need any of your European sass round here. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I'm going to leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but are you leaving, though? That is the question. Yeah, we don't, no one knows. Oh, yeah. the listeners will know. Will yeah, know I think now? so. Yeah. What do you reckon? Let's, oh, we should. We, sh- we can all put a bet on, not put a bet on, but We're not going to leave by the 31st, are you? You don't well, reckon that's a leave day? No. Well, don't you? What do you reckon, Jada? Yeah, no, I don't I don't think you will. You reckon there'll be an extension? I hope you won't. Uh, I hope you never will, but... Well, I know uh, until your comment a few moments ago. <laughs> <laughs> now until I'm you were so sarcastic, and then, yeah. That's how we're thinking. I think it will... I. Mm, nah, I reckon there'll be an extension. But it, what? It just makes no difference at this point, does it? Because it's like it don't, I'm just gonna have extension after extension, and then eventually it's all gonna turn out the same anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Betty and Barney Hill. Um, it was sep- a September ninth, 
night in 1961, um, they'd, what had happened was they'd, um, they're, they're a mixed race couple and they, oh, so Oh, right? wait, I kind of don't, I don't know this story, but is this but from you, American Horror Story? Oh, maybe. Oh, the God, I'm going to be telling a story that people already know and I don't know it. <laughs> the, the only thing I had about this was like, oh, these people probably don't really know it. Right. <laughs> um, but basically, they'd been driving. Um, so what they'd done is they decided to... They'd been doing a lot of work on... Um, um, oh, God, what's the term? Oh, God, this is... I'm sorry. Civil rights? This. Yes, civil <laughs> rights. Um, and they'd kind of just, like, burned themselves out mm-hmm. from from doing, like, kind of campaigning work. Um, oh, was it civil rights? Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I said civil yeah. rights as a joke because you said it was a trade. Yeah, they honestly had. Like, oh, good yeah. for them. Um, so, yeah, so they'd like burn themselves out a little bit and they were like, fuck it, we just need a, a break, we need a holiday. Um, so they decided to have a three day holiday, um, just like on the road in the US. Mm. Like, that's one good thing about the US. You can kind of do like a road trip, go wherever you want, and it's interesting. Fun and yeah, there's loads to see. So they did that. Um, they they did it all kind of like last minute. Nothing was planned. Um, in fact, they didn't even have time to go to the bank or anything. So lastminute.com. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, they booked it all online. And then Airbnb. what's that thing uh, that Peter Casey say? Booked it, packed it, it, booked it, booked off. off. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they said. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, so they're driving. It was the last night of their thing. They're on the way back, I think. Um they were on a like a lonely road. They hadn't seen a car for absolutely miles, <coughs> and there was like a strange light in the sky that followed them. And then the next thing they remember was like arriving home. Oh, to Portsmouth. Don't know where that is in. I think the that's US. probably New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of Innsmouth. Don't know. Which is a fiction place. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and they were just like, the watches didn't work anymore, they were like filthy, um, the shoes were all scuffed, and Betty's dress was ripped. Oh, shit. Yeah, and they were like, and and, and literally they just can't, couldn't remember, like a big gap in the middle of the night. And they're like, what the fuck's happened? Um, they went to see a psychiatrist, and then um, over time, speaking to psychiatrists, eventually <coughs> they like realised what, what had happened or what they said that had happened um and this is like considered the first alien Mm. abduction um so gray beings with large eyes had walked them into some kind of metallic disc um sorry i thought you said gray green beans beans (laughs) (laughs) beans. beans. baked beans (laughs) had walked them into a metallic disc um, Sorry about that. That was so right. stupid. Um, they reckon it was like easily as big as a house. They said, um, but what? Had ha- and then they and then they said the beings had like examined them and <laughs> the beings, be- beings. Sorry, the beings yeah, yeah. had. Yeah, I, I, the more I say it, I think it's because I'm not really. I just, like, I just keep thinking of like beans, beans from yeah. legs. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> sorry. It's fine. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So they were like, oh, um, where'd I get to? Uh, yeah. So the beings had like, they reckoned had erased their memory, examined them mm-hmm. and erased their memories. Um, 
And so what had happened was a light followed the car. Oh, this is what they uncovered when speaking to the psychologist. Um, uh, Barney was like, uh, they're on a curving mountain road and Barney was like steering. Um, And the light kind of followed them, like zigging and zagging around Mm. the curves. Um, And went behind trees and mountain ridges and stuff and then appeared again. Um, Eventually, curiosity overcame them and they pulled over. Um, and they um, they had binoculars on them for mm-hmm. some reason. Maybe that was the thing in the olden days. People just had like binoculars. You want to look at them far away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just like she just described the function of binoculars. Yeah, yeah. The worst type of mansplaining. Yeah, but and so through the binoculars, they saw that the white light was like an object spinning, and they were like, "That is insane." Um, and then, um, they apparently were also just like very intelligent people as well. Mm-hmm. Like they were academic, um, Barney apparently had an IQ of 140. Ooh. Um, they later wrote a book about this. How smart he was. <laughs> what? He later wrote a book about how smart Barney was. Oh yeah, just a whole book is like, <laughs> I am very smart. Um, and then just him, loads of maths that he's worked yeah. out. Loads of My cousin owns a copy of Grey's Anatomy. That's yeah, how smart exactly, I am. Yeah. Is that a book, Grey's Anatomy? Yeah, before it was oh. a TV show. But it's not based on, it's not a novel. It's like no, a it's like a textbook, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's in, yeah, I suppose that would make Yeah, sense, it's not yeah. like an ongoing medical drama. Yeah. Except for that it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Grey's Anatomy people are the worst, aren't they? Yeah. I've just started, I'm this like, is totally off topic, but I just started watching ER, and that show is fucking so great. good, isn't like, it? It's, yeah. It's super woke, and yeah. everyone just smashes it out of the ball. Like, yeah. Every single actor is just, exceptional. Yeah, it's not, it. there's no weak link on it. And I ER. thought, George Clooney's just left, and I thought, George, like, oh, how are you going to possibly replace beautiful, beautiful George? Mm. And then Goran Vishnik shows up, who's perhaps even more beautiful. I actually have never watched it, so I don't really know. I've only oh. watched the odd episode here and there, but I always remember thinking, oh, this is exceptional, but it's really I just never it's got worth it. Into I don't it. know. I don't think it was like on TV at the right time for me when I was yeah, young. Yeah, like, 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 you the same age, yeah. so yeah. But they're releasing all the box sets every Friday on, on Channel 4. Sorry, that's a weird aside. Oh, no, have. people will like to yeah. know that. Um, yeah, so looking, looking at this spinning disc, they saw, they could see little faces mm-hmm. in it, and they were like weird. Um, and then um, they started to hear um, weird beeping from the trunk of the car, and they were like, Ooh. "What the hell?" And then they felt drowsy and, and lost consciousness. And then they came to like late, like kind of down the road. Um, they um, afterwards like had disturbing dreams, and ah, oh, and Barney developed an ulcer and anxiety. I don't remember reading that, which is like I guess if you've had a traumatic experience, yeah. Um, And then, so um, they they in these sessions they worked out that um, a a vessel had landed on the car. They reckoned, um, and the grey beings walked them up a long ramp and into the spacecraft, Um, and then they got separated inside the spaceship. Um, and they both had, um, they both ended up in an examination room, um, that had curved walls and a large light hanging from the ceiling. And then they were asked to like get on an examination table. Um, although Barney said that the table was so short that his legs hung over the side. 
Because um, only a little tiny. I guess so. Well, yeah, they weren't they weren't expecting big old people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they like um, took their clothes off, pulled the hair out, took clippings of the nails, scraped the skin. Um, they put some these aliens put samples on these like slides to mm. look at, and then. Um, Betty had a big needle, four to six inches long, put in her in her belly, um, which was like a pregnancy test, um, and she was she wow. said it was really painful, um, and uh, there was like a lead, apparently a leader that was watching from the mm -hmm. side of this examination, um, and then yeah, the beings got a bit excited after the whole examination, um, and there was like. I don't know, like Barney had false teeth and mm. like the beings got really excited that his teeth could be taken out and then they had to like try and explain to the beings like, oh, it's dentures, that yeah. that's not normal. Um, and then I guess they spoke English. Um, <laughs> the aliens. <laughs> the aliens, yeah, yeah Andy. Um, uh, and Betty asked them like where they were, where have you come from? And the guy said... Um, if you don't, oh, the one, the chief yeah, alien. Yeah, the <laughs> was the like, guy. if you don't know where you are, there wouldn't be any point in telling you where I am. Not that helpful, really. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, and then apparently later under hyp hypnosis, she was able to draw a map of of where the ship was. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it. This whole thing got massive. Um, a, a newspaper picked it up. They wrote a book. And um, a movie starring James L. Jones. Let me just see what this is. I didn't look at this before. The following story is based on the records of the United States Air Force. Alien abduction. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. And the, actual transcripts of the, tapes made the UFO incident, I think it's called. Don't know. I didn't know that was going to go to YouTube. I want to play that. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so apparently they, yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot more to it and it's a lot more complicated, um, but that was the, the only bit that I read of this yeah. <laughs> article. Mm. Um, but yeah, they, and that was the story of the first. Do you remember, you might be slightly too young, Yada, do you remember, like, the kind of, um, alien revival of, like, the early 90s? Mm. Like, I think it was, like, mostly to do with the X-Files being on the Oh, television. yeah, but you're right. But, like, everyone kind of became interested. Like, was watching the skies again. Kind of segues into my story, because I remember um, one of our neighbours, um, when I was growing up, John, who lived at the top of our road. So, I used to live on, like, a old, like old terrace block. Okay. And, like, it had an area in between the four rows of houses there was yeah. like a bit of like greenery called we just called it the backs uh, right, um, okay. so it was like post it must have been like post-war built and you know, I was like here plebs have like yeah, a little bit of land. grass to play yeah. on um, but he lived at the top and it was on like a hill right. and I remember distinctly John the um, so he was like friend of the family um, and later on more but at the time oh. he was friend of the family and uh, he had kids and I was in the same class as them, so we just like, uh -huh. really, like piled around. Um, and his bedroom like overlooked the back and like all the sky that you could Aye. see. Like, it was quite dark Ooh, nice. in the back. So, yeah, very nice. Yeah. And he had, he had a telescope set up. Uh -huh. And I remember saying to him, "Whoa, like oh, you know, what did you do with the telescope? Look at the stars." And I remember him distinctly telling me, "He's, he's like, I've seen a UFO." And every uh -huh. night when um, Tom and Sharon 
who were the other kids that were twins. You were like every night when I put Little them kids bed. called Sorry. Tom and Sharon. Yeah, well, they were my age, so there's 31. Sharon. Now. Well. <laughs> um, I was sitting alone. I know a girl named Sharon and she's my age. Really? Um, yeah. You said like every single night you would watch um, out to see UFOs because he swore blind that he saw some of it like over the backs. Whoa. Um, and that always really stuck with me and terrified me. And like yeah. my bedroom faced out the front so I saw the road but like if I go into my mum's bedroom it looks out on the back and sometimes I'd get scared at the idea that like could an alien be, could be watching yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but wow. so ye- like years later um, uh, John and my mum became like partners for a while and they like, went ah. out of each other for about five years so and we'd moved so John wasn't your age no, sorry, Tom and Sharon were my age. Oh, I, <laughs> yeah, and no, I was like, you no, know no, what, no. I'm not being judgmental. Well, that is weird. <laughs> yeah, it's really um, So, yeah, they became partners and, like, we, we'd moved across the road to the council estate because oh. I had little brother and sisters. So There's about eight Yeah, so you later. needed a bit more yeah. space, yeah. Um, so, so this is my, this is the segue into my, like, my mm. third story. Um, so, my mum used to always tell me that when we were kids... Um, when I was a baby, before I had any siblings, she'd come into a room and find me talking to figures <laughs> that weren't there. And the thing she said it wasn't that I was like babbling away because I babble away when I was in the room. Mm-hmm. It's that I would turn away and like face the wall or something. And when she would come in, I'd turn around as though she'd interrupted me. She used to say, oh. and then once she'd go out the room, and I'd go back to whomever I was talking to, right. But it could just be babies babbling. Yeah. Um, but, so years later when we're, my mum's going out with John and we had this little flat and sometimes uh, John would stay over and then his kids who were my age um, would have to stay over as well. And basically they'd have to sleep on the floor in my little brother and sister's room. Ah, okay. Because I had like a box room, it had a bed in it. And I know floor. I know the exact, my, my childhood house would have been the yeah. exact same layout. So, <laughs> so. And then, so Sean and Rasheen um, had a little tiny like children's bunk bed. Yeah. And then Tom and Sharon like slept on the floor on whatever. Yeah. That's what we were like, me and my sister, we had a bunk bed then when my cousins came. Yeah. Yeah, so everyone just crammed in. Um, and then one morning while I was eating breakfast, um, and Sharon, Tom's daughter, who's my age, says to my mum, "Oh, like it was nice of you to come in last night." And I was like, "What about?" She's like, "Oh, you, well, you come into the room, didn't you? And you were sat at the bed on Roisin's bed, <gasps> stroking her hair, weren't you?" What? I was like, "No, I wasn't." And then Tom was like, "Yeah, you did. I, we saw you. We both saw you. And you were sat there, and you were just like talking to Roisin, and that's my little sister, like stroking her hair." And they thought nothing of it. Went back to sleep, and my mum was like categorically at no point did I go into that room last night yeah. and stroke your hair. And my mum's mum, who died just before I was oh. born, we had like a little picture on the wall. They were like, oh, it looks just like that woman. <laughs> and, the, so my, and then my mum was like, oh yeah, I'm convinced mm. my dead mum follows my kids around and looks after them. Um, but yeah, but then they saw yeah. it and I've never seen it other no. than his baby. But that like... It always kind of it's always been on the like peripheral of our There's lives. So like, many stories like that. It just yeah. I mean I'm not saying like I find it really hard to believe in ghosts and stuff. Like I kinda mm. wanna I wanna believe. Where are all the dinosaurs? But, 
That's, that's the one that gets me. The dinosaur ghost. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they might, you just might not be able to see them. Like, yeah. They're not going to be bothering people, are they? They're not going to be poltergeists. Raptors would be. Raptors would be. Yeah, that's Noisy true. ghosts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what, yeah, there's like loads of stories yeah. like that. Just so many stories like that. That's it. It's one of those things that like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe it, necessarily. Mm. And that's not really a story. Like, there's no kind of like, it's not like a ghost story. Yeah. But I always think, I've told people before, like, it's, there's not enough of it together for it to feel like a story, which makes yeah. it feel it's not... more real. Yeah yeah, 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 definitely, yeah, yeah. Um, what's the most scared you've ever been? We haven't prepared this, have we? But... Oh. Uh, I kind of remember that. I mean, like, spooked. I don't mean, like, uh, where, like in hospital, yeah. someone's going to die. <laughs> yeah. In that same house where I thought there might be aliens on the back of someone's window, I used to get... Like re- really bad night terrors when I was a I kid. I did as well, yeah. And before Sean was born, so I would have been eight or younger. My bed, uh, like the foot of my bed faced the door of my yeah. bedroom, and then there was basically like a three by three square that was the landing, and yeah. the steps going straight down. Yeah. And above the landing, which is just a square, was the door the to loft. the attic. Yeah. yeah. The loft, because uh, yeah, you could go in, so it's just yeah. The, yeah. You could just see the hatch. Yeah. And I used to lay awake terrified at <laughs> imagining what would be in there. Uh, yeah. And the idea of just something suddenly coming up the stairs. You know, oh, like a monster or something. Yeah. Like Michael Myers from like Halloween. Yeah. I remember seeing that when I was like very young and that coming up the like just the idea of him slowly in me just having nowhere to go. Yeah. And I still sometimes think about that and think, fucking hell. That's creepy, shit, I yeah. I got scared so easily as a kid. Like, I usually pretend I wasn't scared, but honestly, like, I, I watch horror films with, like, my younger sibling, two years younger siblings, and my cousin, who's the same age as me, and her sister, who's three years younger than her, um, and I would, I, I know for a fact that I was definitely the most scared. Like, I was absolutely terrified. And I'd, like, pretend I wasn't, but then, honestly, like, my entire childhood... I couldn't sleep because I was terrified. Mm-hmm. I don't do horror films don't to this you? day. No. no way. No. No. No, no, no. I started to enjoy horror films now mm. in a different way than I think you're supposed to enjoy. Like, I don't, yeah. Like, most of them are just like, this is actually not a well-constructed film. Yes. And it's not generating anything in me. But we watched the new Halloween film. Oh. So it's like, it's... It imagines that none of the other 15 Halloween films happen. It's a direct <laughs> sequel. Okay. Uh, and it's just really well made ah. and like well filmed. Um, they can be really, really enjoyable. It. Yeah, yeah like, I watched, uh, me and James watched Us at the weekend and that's really good. The John Peel. John oh, with a, like, yeah. is it like the uh, like yeah. doppelganger family yeah. or something? Yeah, that, like. and, it, and like there's a twist that you can see come in mm. the entire film, but it's still good. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. Um, it's a really good and it's creepy and yeah I watched a Netflix film called Wound um, that's quite good that's like it's like a kind of a psychological like supernatural horror without there being like a a stupid monster it's just like this man being slowly driven into madness Um, that's that's quite good it's got Annie Hammer in it I think it's really underrated I don't know who that is he's a yeah he's good he's actually really good Um, but that was quite good and there was like there was loads of moments in that where Beth and we watched it like first thing in the morning where Beth was like what's going on you know that tense you get when you you just you know someone's gonna like yeah. Put the finger in like a wound or something. Oh. Like, peel the fingernails off, and you're like, Ooh. yeah. I don't like anything like 
I don't like anything with anyone screaming in agony. Like, yeah. I just, I f- I'm in- intolerant mm. to that. So, like, any, like, saw or hostile or anything, I'm just not yeah. in. But I like creepy and spooky. Spooky is my favourite. You know what's really um, a, a good, scary film that is misrepresented by its own title? Oh, yeah. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Because... Oh, I've never watched it. Because I thought, I would, I thought yeah, it'd be a it, saw. It's not like a hot, like a... God, like there is a few instances of it, mm. but mostly it's just eerie and creepy. And like the creepy yeah. thing is like, oh, they're like inbred hick type people, mm. and like what's going on? Yeah, it's it's like really gets on your nerve. Like it gets on your nerves. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's yeah. irritating. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I turn it off. It's getting on Check out this. Check out this leather first. He's got yeah. an incredibly high pitched voice that really ruins the character. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, the haunting as a child for some reason creeped me out. I don't know why. I mm. I was just so creeped out by the haunting. Have you guys ever watched um, Ghost Watch? Oh, Ghost Watch. Oh, is that that TV series that they made in the it's in like the eighties or nineties? Yeah, yeah. yeah. don't say anymore, Jared. You should just watch go, the documentary Ghost Watch. Okay, it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so good. Did you guys watch the live episode of Inside Number Nine? Yes, that was inspired by Ghostwatch. Yes, exactly, yeah. that's what reminded me. Watch that as well. Okay. Um, yeah. So, inside number nine, each one is a capsule episode. Yeah. So, you don't have to have watched any of the other episodes. Yeah. Um, but the main thing is, it was, it's, when you watch it, just remember that it was a live episode. I think I think they kind of say that, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. it was supposed to be on live TV. Oh, nice. So, definitely watch it. It's yeah, good. okay. We'll do. Um, yes. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Should I, should I do a... 
story now. Where are we at? I've got my story to my one last. Uh, oh, actually, now I was going to ask Jada when's the scaredest, scaredest you've ever been. Ah, uh, the most spooked you've ever I'm been. I'm not sure. The thing is, like, I can't think of any instances where it was everything was like kind of, I don't know, like really spooky. I've been scared for other reasons. But, um, <laughs> so uh, where where my grandma's from? My grandma was born in a really small town um, in the mountains. We have um, a house there now, and it's you know such like small, um, it's, like it's it's a small like creepy house with loads Whoa. of like I don't know it it everything makes weird noises and stuff like that. Mm. And it's like I an old monastery. <laughs> no, it's like it's tiny. Like it's just a really like small a cottage, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Um, but I remember sleeping alone uh, in there once, and nothing specific actually happened. I yeah. was just, re- was just really, really Sometimes scared. You're just terrified for no good reason because <coughs> yeah. of the noises. Dying. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, nothing's actually happening. But no. it's a bit. The house is so creepy. Uh, yeah. Sometimes you just get vibes, don't you? Like yeah. Yeah. Like <coughs> the house that I live in now, the flat that you guys are in right now, feels like it would be haunted. Um, it's an old Victorian house. It's like it would have been a big grand. This is just a description for this. Yeah. So I'm not mm. mansplaining to you guys. Um, it would have been big old grand, like old school guys' house, mm. and we're in the attic of it. But luckily you're in the attic, so all the paupers who would have died on the ground That's floor. That's right, yeah. Well, oh like, no, I think this is probably where all the servants probably lived, but they probably aren't going to haunt us, because <coughs> they're like... like common people. Yeah, <coughs> they've got better hauntings to be doing if they're going to be yeah, doing any hauntings. Whereas I think the people who owned the house would be like, get out of my house. Yeah, you know, like that, dickheads that, about yeah, it. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those, they're the downstairs people, yeah. so Tories. we ain't got to worry about that. Tories, Tories, Tories yeah. The other, <laughs> another Tories instance, goes. I can remember being absolutely terrified, which kind of links to your story about uh, Whitby. Oh, yeah. Because Whit- Whitby's were... Dracula lands in the novel, isn't it? Yeah. So there's all like Dracula's all there. And then yeah. he goes to like Norfolk. Yeah. There's like a bit like Fairfax Castle, I think, that he buys. I can't remember. I've actually read it, but I can't remember yeah. anything. There's something about like anyway. Like my, my uncle um, lives down there, and when we visited, when I was about again about eight or seven. Um, I remember being in some. For some pub. reason, that was weird. That's the, that's the <laughs> eight or seven. Oh, I didn't get the wrong way around. Yeah, didn't I? just like, like red rum, just saying it backwards. I was eight, and then I thought, well, my little brother wasn't born, so I could have been eight, but more likely I was seven. seven. Okay. That was my logic in my head. Yeah, um, but I remember we were in like we'd been out all day, and then we were in the pub, and then just like some drunk guy that. My uncle kind of knew because he worked, he was like managed the bar, like kind of sat down with us. And it was a situation where he couldn't just say, Oh, fuck off, mate. Yeah. And he wasn't doing anybody any harm. No. So it was just kind of a, but he was like quite drunk. And then he started to tell me about, like, Oh, you know, in, in Dracula, like this is where he comes and like this is like oh, Dracula no, country. Dude. And then I remember just being awake and my uncle had just moved into like a new house. Yeah. So there was no curtains on the window oh, we were staying in. What? And I could just see out of the window into this night sky. And I remember just being awake for hours just thinking, Dracula is going to come <laughs> and kill me. Like, <laughs> this is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to die. And I never yeah. read Dracula at that point. No. I realised basically just kill sexy young Victorian yeah. women. I was probably yeah. fine. Yeah, you're probably um, safe as well. I, I do 
that's sometimes when I watch some, like a, a thing where there's like a killer in it. Yeah. I tell myself, oh, I'm not. I'm not. You'll the, be alright. I'm not the yeah. victim. Basically, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I'd be. I'd be dead in the mm. first five minutes. Like, I think. Too sexy. No, I just think. <laughs> um, yeah. No. The um, the blood girl is the one that dies. Slash uh, yeah, black people. Yeah. Slutty blonde. Slutty blonde. It's the first one to go. Um, I. I always think, you know, with zombie films and when that when it's just exhausting, like it's a th- one after another after another. And yeah. I'm like, honestly, by the end, I would just be like, oh, just eat me. Just yeah, please, come on. I can't, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> um, uh, most scaredest I've ever been, since you asked, <laughs> is um, this isn't a spooky story, but I was spooked. Um, me and James were like, we were on holiday and we were in the Lake District, and we were like, we went to the pub and we got a bit tipsy, and then we were walking back to our hotel, and like, a part of the path took you like, a little bit through the woods, but not, it wasn't like fully through the woods, and it was a summer's night, so it was dim, but not dark. Dark, yeah. Yeah. Um, and there was a guy dressed in like, combat gear, and he had like a rabbit shooting rifle, I guess maybe it was, it wasn't a shotgun, I don't think it, mm-hmm. I think it was just an air rifle. Yeah. But, for a second, he, like, pointed it at me. Like, I think we just kind of came out of nowhere. Maybe you scared him. Yeah, but, yeah. like, there was a... Like, I can't really describe how I... How cert- why I'm so certain about this. But there was a look on his face where I read immediately that for a second he was thinking, I wonder what would happen if I shot them. And then, like, he moved... He turned the gun away. Yeah. And, like, it was fine. Did he say, oh, sorry, or anything? No. No. He just, he, he he didn't smile, he didn't acknowledge really that we were there, um, and I was like, my heart was like, and like, and then we walked on a bit further, and I had, like had to sit down, because I was like, oh my god, and I was like, to James, I was like, oh my god, are you not so freaked out, and he's like, what? And I was like, <laughs> like, like, oh, you know, pointing the gun at us, and he's like, oh, I didn't see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was literally, like, so, like, like the kind of fear that I've only ever had waking up from a nightmare. You know how mm. in a dream everything's so intensified? Yeah. Like, that your, like, legs are weak. Um, I don't, yeah. And you can, so. you, you try to scream, but nothing comes out. Yeah. Just like that song. You had to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me worried, though. Like, I have that, I have that thing where I try and scream and nothing comes out so much. Me too. That it makes me worried that in real life that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be somehow psychological that my, that I won't scream because I think that I can't. And the opposite, I have, I'll scream and then I'll, st- while well, I'll be asleep, I'll scream out loud <laughs> and I'll wake up to the sound right on screen. Oh, shit. And usually what, what's worse is I'll be making a loud noise anyway and Beth will woke up and she'll be panicking because she's like, what, what, are you all right? And I do, I do it enough now. No, it still, it knows, still freaks yeah. her out, but she's like, oh, he's just having a bad dream. But then if, if I wake up and I scream, I'll scare myself. It'll scare her because I've been so loud. So I just woke up to so a man screaming and then my wife over me being like, ah! And I'm like, ah! <laughs> and then like, what's the, everyone calm down. Like, what's going on? She's like, you were screaming. Like, no, I wasn't. Nope. It's right. like mm-hmm. um, the scream version of Romeo and Juliet where you're yeah, dead. Yeah, I screamed. And then, yeah, and then she wakes up and, and oh, I don't know. 
Yeah, I think we got Mimi. I genuinely, I don't know if we're going to have enough time to your story. I know, what's happening? um, But yeah, that's what's happening, unusual. I split up with a girl at university who I'd been seeing for a while. There are many contributing factors, but this is definitely one of them that I never told anyone. Um, We were in bed one night and I woke up and we were like spooning, so her back was to me. Like, I could see the back of her head. And I, I was coming out, it was like the middle of the night, and I opened my eyes. And I swear on the back of her head, I saw like a face, oh, and it just oh freaked me the point. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And then I woke up fully. <laughs> There's no like, reason it's why not. you broke up with um, And then I was like, oh. "And then anyway, I was like, it was like I was, this is going to dissemble anyway. I could feel ah, it like, coming." Okay. But like the next two days, I was a little bit terrified. <laughs> I was like, "Also, she's haunted." She took a turban off. It's just a month's face. Uh, right, let me do my story then. Um, I think the little diversions that I'd pl- I planned to ask when the most scared everyone was, I've made it long, especially because I talked a lot. Mm-hmm. Anyway. If it's too, too long, we can just split it in two. Yeah. And have two yeah. Halloween episodes. Two, two part As he suggested. I've actually planned a two-parter for future episodes. Ooh. And it's two parallel stories that are both separate stories, but occur in the same at the same time. And It's cool. Yeah, I'll explain it later. Right, Pendle Witch Trials. Um, so, I'll try and not speed through it, but mm-hmm. just be succinct. Um, so, uh, it occurred in 1612 in Pendle, which is in Lancashire. Um, it involves, essentially involves two rival witch families. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. A two rival, witch, rival families. witch families. Yeah, you got from there. Um, yeah, um, so I think in England we think we're witch people and we think we love to try witches and all that stuff. We didn't really do that much, not even compared to Scotland, they fucking loved it. They yeah. hardly ever like executed any witches, but they loved it. Germany, they were the Germany yeah, big, yeah, big on, big on. Is this Elizabeth Gap? No, no. different witches. Shit. I feel like I know the name of one of the Pendle Witches. Ah, uh, maybe you do. Well, I've got the full, all the names. Yeah, there's a few. So I can tell you. Um, so, um, there was, so I, in fact, I'll read all the names. Um, is that a good idea? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, there was Elizabeth, so mostly involves, in fact, I'll start with a different person. Mostly involves um, this one family. So there was Alison Devis, I think you probably pronounce it, although mm. it just looks like the word device. But <laughs> they didn't, I don't know if they, I don't think they had that back then. <laughs> so I think devices. it's Devis. Yeah. Um, so most of it involves Alison Devis. Her mother was Elizabeth Devis, and her mother was Elizabeth Southerns, otherwise known as Old Demdike. So I had a funny joke prepared for Abigail about how this old witch was Abigail's ideal woman, but yeah. she's not here, so I mean, fine. she's probably going to hear it anyway. But um, I, I would say Abigail's actual ideal woman is a middle-aged witch. Yeah. Yeah. Although, actually, old, old Demdike was 80, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a That's a bit too old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The lesbian old woman power fantasy is just <laughs> yeah. getting out of hand. Too far. Um, uh, yeah. Um, so, in the story... There's those three. There's James Davis, who is Alison Davis's brother. Mm-hmm. Um, Anne Whittle, who is a, 
part of the Chattox family, which is a different set of witches. It's kind of like Mafia, but with witches. Yes. Yeah. It, it is actually, when I get into the details, it is exactly like Um And Redfern, who's her daughter. Um, then there's a few others. Alice Nutter. Alice Jane. Nutter, that's the one I yeah. remember. Because yeah. it feels like they roped her in because they were like, oh, who else should we Nutter. have? Nutter. Yeah. Yeah. But I wonder whether Nutter... The phrase nutter comes from her and not Ooh, the other way around. You know like, what? Whether. Although it does come from nutcase, I think, does it? But I don't know where that. Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe it doesn't. Was... You never know with well... words. Um, Jane Bullcock, John Bullcock, who was her son. Uh, Catherine Hewitt, who for some reason they used to call Mold Heels. Oh, Mold Heels. Re- yeah, sounds real harsh. Isabel Roby and Margaret Pearson. Um, so these are the main characters of the story. And obviously this is a true story. So, um, what happened was these two families, witching families, were known to be witches in the area. Um, Lancashire at the time was, um, I guess, I don't know what you'd call it, like um, a non, non... They thought of it as like a non christian kind of place because actually it's a lot of people... pagan land. Well, yeah. a lot of the people were actually Catholics, but back in them days, it wasn't part of Christian. You weren't, but yeah, yeah, you weren't really supposed to be Catholics, and they were just like, and they were just really not into like, you know, like when the, the Reformation of the Mo- no Reformation of the monasteries or whatever when they knocked them all down. What was that called? Um, Defamation. No. Defamation. <laughs> they just really surrounded Refer- them. So when Henry VIII destroyed all the yeah, what's that Catholic called? churches? The Come on, it's not the Reformation. No, it's what? not. But it's like that. Well, maybe it is. It's part of the Reformation. No, it's something, Sorry, it's what? Called something specific. When Henry VIII um, got the rid of all the oh all the, the, uh, the yeah, I'm just gonna yeah you can. Um, so yeah, so uh, yeah, so Lancashire kind of resisted that quite a lot, mm-hmm. and actually, once he was gone, they brought back a lot of the Catholic stuff that yeah. they liked. Um, so. Uh, yeah, so old Demdike, as she was known, was um, had been a witch for 50 years. She was 80 years old. Um, everyone was kind of fine with it. People people kind of went round to hers and was like, um, oh, I'm really ill. Can you give me a, a tincture yeah, yeah. or whatever? You know, like some kind a of... poultice. Yeah. Is that what they... That's another it? thing. Yeah. Hmm, yeah, That's okay. another old-timey thing yeah. I just mentioned. Great. Um, so Pendle was big on witchcraft at the time. Um Partly because everyone was poor and you could make a bit of money being a witch. Mm-hmm. Um, and it happened in a lot of poor places. And people were actually a bit fascinated by it, if not afraid as well. But uh, the king at the time, was James, James I, he fucking hated it. He was like, all this stuff is blasphemy, get, get it out. Yeah. Um, so, oh God, is this James asking when I'm going to be done? No. It's in the next room. Oh, waiting for this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. It's my sister. Um, so, Alison Devis, who, who we've already been introduced to, she was um, a witch, um, and she was either travelling or begging, um, we don't know, um, she passed, there's a, a guy that passed her, or she, she passed him, who was called John Law, and she asked him for some pins, mm-hmm. um, it's not known whether she was begging or whether she wanted to buy the pins. Mm-hmm. He refused, um, and she cursed him. Um, Seems. And, 
Seems unreasonable. It is. I think don't throw curses around oh, so lightly. Know. And you'll see it comes back to bite yeah. them now. Because Johnny Law. Yeah, Johnny Law. And Long his name is John Law. John Law, yeah. I wonder if that's related. Whether he invented the concept of law. Johnny Law. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so a bit later he had a stroke and he was like, it's her fucking fault. I had a stroke. Oh, shit. Yeah. And not only this... He went to this guy called Justice Noel, who I guess was like a magistrate. So Law and Justice teamed up. Teamed up, yeah. I imagine him like, <laughs> like Judge Dredd. Justice and Law. <laughs> um, yeah, and, the, and this guy, Justice Noel, was like, uh, well, did you do it? And she was like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I did. I told the devil to, you know, lame him. <laughs> devil, lame him. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he was like, what? well, what, are you a witch or what? And she was like, yeah, I'm a witch. My mum's a witch. My grandma's a witch. Like, she didn't give a fuck. She yeah. grasped up her entire family. Oh, and, I'm a dad's yeah, a witch. I'm everyone's a, a fucking witch. What are you going to do about, about it, it, mate? Yeah. Um, Smash cut to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, just joking, mate. I love <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> Um, but then, and, but then she also not only did she grass up her own family, she grass up the entire Chattox family as well. Oh, so the other set of witches, the rival witches, she grassed them up as well. And she reckoned that, that everyone reckons that was because they were feuding, you know, yeah. they were feuding. Like they were obviously competing for business. Well, I don't business. know why you wouldn't say, "Oh, I'm not," but the Chattox are. Yeah, I know. She was like, not I think me. at the time yeah. maybe they were a bit arrogant, not yeah. arrogant, but just like they didn't think it was a big deal that. You know, it, it kind Just a of wise woman. Yeah, and like probably they never thought anything bad would come of it. Anyway, and also they believed that they were mm. like you know they were they believed that they were. Um, so uh, yeah, they reckon. So the reason for the feud between the Ch- Chattox family and the what do I call the what are the other family? The Devis. Devis Devises, yeah. The, I think they had to call them the Demdikes from old Demdike. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know why. I, it's making me a bit laugh. It sounds like it's the start of a song. It, I think you know what? Song. I think saying the word Demdike makes it make it seems like a slur. It does seem <laughs> it's a bit not like a slur. It's a, and it seems like it's, just it's the name both of... a homophobic slur and like a racist slur yeah. at the same time. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so they reckon the Ch- Chattox family broke into Malkin Tower, which is where the Dem- Demdikes lived. Mm-hmm. And they stole goods to the value of one pound. Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> but back then, that was the equivalent of 100, 100 quid. And these people yeah. were poor, so... Yeah. yeah. Um, also, um, John Devis, who was Alison's father, had blamed the illness that led to his death on old Chattox, who was the grandma of the Chattox family. That um, eventually led to his death. Yeah, exactly. Not from the grave. No, back. yeah, he came yeah. back and then, yeah. No, that would have been quite cool. Um, so, um, yeah. So, everyone everyone's starting to think, oh, wait, th- these families um, are, are cursing people, going around cursing mm. people. There, there'd been four people who died in the previous years um, leading up to the up to the trial. Um and they were like, oh, actually, the Chattoxes killed these four people oh. as well. Yeah. Um, so, James Demdike, who was Alison's son, um, said that she cursed a local child, which, dick move, James. Local yeah. child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Local child cursed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The, that was the headline. The printing press would have run yeah. that. I could be invented. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and 
Elizabeth, who I've just forgotten who Elizabeth is. Oh, Elizabeth was Alison's mum. Um, she didn't make that many, like she was, she didn't want to make accusations, but she said that her mum had a mark on her body where the devil had sucked her blood and left her mad. Mm. Um, so, um, basically, old Demdike, the matriarch of that family, and old Chattox, the matriarch of that family, confessed to selling their souls. Anne, who was the daughter of old Chattox, um, uh, was allegedly seen creating clay figures. Um, and, uh, yeah, after hearing that evidence, mm-hmm. and probably the others as well, the judge was like, right, these lock, lock these people up, let's detain them, and then we'll do a trial. We'll do something with them. Because whether or not you're condoning witchcraft, they're like, well, we did, we killed those people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, and they, yeah, they, you know, Alison says she'd done the curse, so... Yeah. Did it. yeah. That's what I've done, done. Um, so I've got two quotes that are really good about both of. No, it's fine. <laughs> uh, about old Demdike and old Chattox. So, uh, Demdike um, quote: She was a very old woman, about the age of four score years, and had been a witch for fifty years. So four score—that's eighty, isn't it? Cause yeah. Twenty is the score. She only got into witchcraft in the thirties. Yeah, yeah, which is quite late in life, really. Yeah. There's time for everyone. Quote, Don't she, give up on your dream. <laughs> <laughs> she dwelt in the forest of Pendle, a vast place fit for her profession. What she committed in her time, no man knows. Thus, li- thus lived she securely for many years. Fly tipping. Fly tipping, yeah. Yeah, Pendle. Yeah. Pendle Thus lived she securely for many years, brought up her own children, instructed her grandchildren and took care and pains to bring them up to be witches. She was a general agent for the devil in all these parts. No man escaped her or her furies that ever gave them any occasion for offence or denied them anything they stood need of. And certain it is, no man near them was secure or free from danger, end quote. Again, Abigail would just love this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which Chattox, um, or old Chattox, who was Anne Whittle, um, uh, quote, was a very old, withered, spent and decrepit creature, her sight almost gone, a dangerous witch of a very long countenance, always opposed to old Demdike, for, who, for whom the one favoured, the other hated deadly. And how they envy and accuse one another in their examinations may appear. In her witchcraft, always ready to do mischief to men's goods than themselves. Her lips ever chattering and walking, but no man knew what. She lived in the forest of Pendle, amongst this wicked company of dangerous witches. End quote. Wow. These two old just women just absolutely badass. bickering. Yeah, yeah exactly. The yeah. entire town like, oh. Yeah, I love her. God. Don't get involved, mate. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, she'll just... only she asked me for pins the other day. Yeah, I said just... I don't even have any don't pins. Have any, Not gonna yeah. curse. Yeah, third time this week. Yeah. <laughs> um, the biggest problem though was was what happened after. So, after they'd been accused, they had a big family meeting. Did the Demdikes, mm-hmm. um, and some other sympathisers got involved and in, um, at their house. And um, they were, I guess they were just talking. It doesn't really say. No one really knows what yeah. they talked about. But I guess they were just like, "Shit, we're in trouble now." Um, the judge got wind of this meeting, mm-hmm. um, and 
brought everybody who's in the meeting in for trial as well. So, the trials were held at Lancaster Castle between the 17th and 19th of August, 1612. Um, old Demdike didn't make it to trial. She died in the in the dungeon um, mm. where they were imprisoned, um, which it sounds like pretty grim, so no wonder she didn't make it, unfortunately. So the star witness for the prosecution, um, there was no defence. You weren't allowed a defence in those days. No. So, yeah. <laughs> the star witness for the prosecution was nine-year-old uh, Janet Devis, who was Alison's sister. Mm-hmm. Um, she Normally a nine-year-old isn't allowed in court at this, at this time. No, normally a nine-year-old isn't allowed to be like the star witness. Yeah. Um, but King James didn't give a fuck. He was like, suspend get all it. the normal rules. Yeah, Let's just get these witches yeah. out. So getting yeah. these motherfucking witches on this motherfucking pendle forest. Exactly. In the um, dramatisation, he's played by Samuel Jackson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so she, Janet, gave evidence against everybody who was at the meeting and Malcolm Tower, so the family mm. meeting, uh, also against her mother, sister and brother. When she gave evidence against Elizabeth, who was her mother, um, Elizabeth had to be removed from the court screaming and cursing her daughter. Hmm. Um, some so some of the penal witches were like, yeah, I'm guilty. Like, what of it? I'm a witch. What are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, whereas other people were like, I'm not a witch. Like, why am I even here? I shouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Alison Davis uh, was one of the ones who believed that she was like fully a witch. Um, but and she was the only one who had like a direct victim like yeah. facing her in court. Yeah. Um, and she was like really remorseful and she was like um, I'm a witch but I'm sorry yeah she burst into tears and she was like basically I'm really sorry like I, I did it but I didn't mean to like I take it all back blah 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 yeah the judges and everyone in court was obviously all men so there's that mm-hmm. um, it was quite an unusual trial so um, there was a guy Thomas Potts who was the clerk of the court who wrote ended up like documenting it into like an official book um called the wonderful discovery of witches in the county of lancaster i feel like wonderful is too much editorializing there yeah i feel like wonderful like fantastic has changed its its meaning yeah probably it was more like whoa yeah yeah it just is like a discovery it, it is it's spelled honestly. in this this sound a discovery of witches yeah it is literally <laughs> like, like wonderful has two l's discovery spell ie at the end county also has ie at the end oh, really? so yeah um yeah so he so because he documented it so well that's why the story's yeah. still so well known obviously none of the prisoners were allowed to have a defense um and they couldn't call any witnesses to speak on their behalf um they also uh, were joined by so there was the tender defendants from Pendle who we've discussed um, they also were joined by the Salmsbury witches um, who were John Ramsden Elizabeth Astley, Isabel Southgraves, Lawrence Hay Jane Southerth, Southerth Southworth Jenna, <laughs> Jenna Brearley and Ellen Brearley and Isabel Roby, who was from Windle, near St. Helens. Mm. You know the... James yeah. Roby was one of St. Helens's foremost rugby players. He's oh. like two years older than me. Probably yeah. family then. Yeah, Isabel probably. Isabel Roby. Yeah. Um, and uh, Margaret Pearson, who was known as the Padma, 
Pad, Padium Witch, I think. Um, yeah, so basically, all the prosecution was inconsistent, gossip, mm-hmm. like, just absolute rumours and bullshit and false confessions. But, in spite of this, um, found guilty were Anne Whittle, who was old Chattox. If you remember old Demdike had already is died at this point, yeah. Demdike is dead. Yeah. Anne Redfern, Elizabeth Devis, Alice Nutter, Alison Devis, who was the main mm-hmm. character from before, James Devis, Catherine Hewitt, Jane Bullcock, John Bullcock, and Isabel Roby. Uh, Margaret Pearson was found guilty um, of... Did I write that down? Yeah. She was tried first for murder by witchcraft, but that couldn't be proved. Because <laughs> all the other ones <laughs> were, were hardcore proof. Yeah, yeah. they're TCTV of the other ones. Um, second for bewitching a neighbour, which couldn't be proved. Third for bewitching a horse, which is what eventually she was found guilty of. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was acquitted of other things. She, yeah, so she acquitted of the first two, she was found guilty of the second one. So she was sentenced to be pilloried. Uh, which was put in the stocks, I think, I mm-hmm. from the research that I could find, on four consecutive market days in Paddyham, Clitheroe, Whaley and Lancaster, and then she had to do a year in prison. All of the um, Salmsbury witches were were acquitted. Mm-hmm. Um, and did I mention Alice Gray before? She was another witch who was acquitted, or alleged witch was acquitted. Um, so, yeah, so... Um, yeah, Anne, Anne Whittle, Anne Redfern, Elizabeth Devis, Anne, Alice Nutter, Alison Devis, James Devis, Catherine Hewitt, Jane Bullcock, John Bullcock, and Isabel Roby were hanged as oh. witches. Yeah. So, and that's Ugh. the Pendle Witch Trials. It's kind of weird. I read a book about the Salem Witch Trials a couple of months ago, um, which I wouldn't really recommend. It's quite dry. Mm. Um but like, what's kind of intriguing about it is it's kind of like the movement. There might be a controversial idea, like a movement to be like, oh, well, you know, witches were just the victims of men hating women who had power over communities. But almost always, they're accusers of other women and yeah. not men. Yeah. It's usually young women. Like it's misogyny, but it's coming from women, it's not yeah, from, yeah, yeah, it could be yeah. But it's almost always young women just annoyed at old women yeah. and being like, I want them out of the way now. Yeah, definitely. And then maybe like witches. Yeah. Um, it's weird, it's weird the dynamics of it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Because it's it was men that that ran the trials. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and who put, well, they were, they put sentence them and stuff. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But yeah, accused by the women. I'm just going to see if Abigail... I did ask Abigail. She, no, no. I asked her if she got any spooky, crazy stories, but maybe her collarbone was hurting too much. Mm-hmm. Maybe she didn't get my message. Um, cool, right. Correct. This has been a long episode. Yeah. Correction. Yeah. I have a few corrections. Not, not more like... More like stuff to add on to what we were saying oh yeah great um so i found out what the pointed hat weird unicorn oh, yeah. is called it's called a capirote so it's it says pointed hat of conical form just like oh, a yeah. hood mm-hmm. but you just put it over your head and literally like over your face and um it is part of the uniform that some brotherhoods um use during like where doing uh, observances and reenactments in some areas during Holy Week in Spain, which is around Easter time, hmm. and uh, Mexico as well. And ah, that's interesting. The Klux Klux Klan did 
did apparently it says they um they may have modeled part of their uniform they nicked it uh, in it always the way you on, never can think of anything Kangaroo. original yeah. 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 original thing yeah you don't have to steal yeah. <laughs> yeah um but yeah so that is that mm. uh, that's really scary like i just i really i really wouldn't recommend coming across those people no at 1am it was terrifying in a, in especially because they're like masked as well you, know, you yeah, can't actually see their faces yeah. just the eye holes yeah you know? they were they were probably just rehearsing something yeah, like, <laughs> festival, yeah. but yeah uh, you were right about Utah and New Hampshire so Utah is known it actually says it's known for its natural diversity but oh, um, desert. yeah home to and it's home to features ranging from Deserts with sand dunes and thriving pine forests in mountain oh, well. valleys. Oh, so it's kind of like both good of those things. Um, New Hampshire is more like the, uh, yeah, kind of like what you were describing. So it's like forests and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And Rich people. <laughs> Portsmouth is in New Hampshire. Ah. So the one that you mentioned. Yes. Good. Um, and um, Henry VIII destroyed monastery. It was called the dissolution. dissolution dissolution but it was part of the english reformation mm-hmm. which is oh yeah i knew that that's what i was that's what meant it was easy yeah. to get all these <laughs> no i learned it a good 15 years ago yeah and haven't thought about it it's stupid because in british schools they just teach you that the church of england basically only exists so that henry VIII could divorce his wife yeah completely true well, it completely disregards the work of like Martin Luther and yeah. like all the European reformations. Martin Luther King was involved. No, I'm only joking. I knew you were talking about a different guy. Um, but yeah, that's just why, what, like, why put a petty thing like divorce at the centre of someone being like, you should read mass in English so yeah. that people can understand it. Yeah. Oh, is that what it was actually yeah. about? Yeah. Oh. Um, well, that was part of it. And then Henry VIII was like, I'll back it. I'll get behind also, it. Yeah. Like yeah. Also, when I get divorced. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, just while we're here, she since we're in this meeting, song, yeah, I'm sick of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, but it was gross. Yeah, yeah, probably. Ugh. He went a bit mad, didn't he? After and he the... had a proper scabby leg. But he, he was like, <laughs> he was like really charming I'm... and handsome. But then <coughs> was he? It, was then he, he had a jousting accident, and they think uh, they, was that the scabby leg or was that separate? It was like I mean, angry later on. Uh. But like he was like uh, charming and like intelligent and very uh, like. Right like a really great guy and then I think the story goes he had like a jousting accident and damaged his head and then after Shit. that he had like raging fits of anger oh. um, it so like he made brain him damage mentally probably. yeah he was like yeah. brain damaged king fuck I didn't wow. know that that was really yeah. interesting he's more he's a more interesting character we just think he just fucking ate loads of food and loved shagging I mean he did do that but he did that killing, after he was killing like, and shagging and killing yeah. shagging and killing lads it's me every day and then green sleeves that song that he wrote, he wrote apparently he wrote I don't think he wrote he's never wrote it and then he claimed it like, yeah definitely like... yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah literally yeah yeah because it's too good it's too much of, it'd be too much of a coincidence yeah. I mean, I know he had a lot of time on his hands, but still. Wow. I don't if he, he, he had six oh, weddings. He was beheading and shagging and stuff, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, gangrene. But beheaded, <laughs> shagged, died. Beheaded, <laughs> shagged, survived. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, so. That's how it goes. No, it's Should not. we wrap up? Yes. This is so, a fucking mega episode. Yeah, it is. I think the people deserve a big Halloween episode. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, we did say we were going to give a t-shirt to the best story. True. Who? Which was the best? Lucy's. 
that was really really ward. good. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was really. It good. freaked me out a little bit. Reading. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, Ooh, I knew was coming. it's real. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Lucy. Oh, Lucy already got a t-shirt, but we'll send her another. Mm. She loves me. She can she buy anything. She deserved it. That's so after items, limited mm-hmm. edition. I haven't told. So I haven't said I'd give people a t-shirt. Oh, didn't but, you? No. Oh well, let's not then. <laughs> I mean, um, I did say on the Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I actually yeah. did like a specific post on it. Yeah. But, well, you know, we'll, we'll offer it to we'll Lucy. Yeah. She might not want it. Um, She'll be like, nah. Yeah, I'll give it to some. Everyone I know has got them now. I made them buy them. So, anyway, right. Oh yeah, buy a t-shirt off us. Fifteen quid. Give us two quid for postage. Let's say seventeen quid. Let's call it. PayPal is it. And we'll send you a t-shirt. You two can have an overtake t-shirt. Yes. Um, or, um, and, um, sign up to the pay- Patreon, the, no, patreon.com slash the overtake. We also have Steady, but I haven't organised it properly, so we'll deal with that later. Um, follow us on Instagram by now. We haven't mm. increased the Instagram a lot from a base of not a lot. Um, so but we want more. Yeah. yeah, it's like definitely all the listeners don't follow us. Nowhere near. So all follow us. Yeah, um, we're nearly a hundred though, aren't yeah. we? On the Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Don't say it. Uh, <laughs> um, because it, you do put all the nice pictures from the episodes That's up true. there. Um, yes. So yeah. Um, and um, oh yeah, and follow us on social media at the Overtake on everything. Thank you to producer Jada. You're welcome. For doing the talking and the everything and the social media and everything. Cheers. Um, thanks to the listeners. Yes. We don't normally do another thanks, do we? No. We used Not to, but it changed, so we don't need it. I don't need to thank anyone. Thank you, listeners. We appreciate your listeners. Oh, tell some friends. Tell some friends. Yes. Um, I think Please. that's how people hear about it. We've got so many American listeners now. Like, like a third of our listeners are American now. Oh, that's good. Um, Happy only half are British. Yeah. Oh yeah, Halloween, they love so Halloween. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy um, that. Cool. That's it, isn't it? From yeah. us. Yeah. Cool. Informal Halloween goodbye. <laughs> a spooky Bye. goodbye. Spooky goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Good booing. <laughs>
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.